1: Praise the Lord, Dr. Hanson, good evening to you. Good evening, Shannon. Hey, your audio is sounding great. Everybody, welcome aboard. Hey, this is going to be a live broadcast. We're here on tonight, Friday, January 13th, 2023, in the new year, with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, coming to you from World Ministries International Headquarters in Stanwood, Washington.
2: Brother Hanson, this is going to be episode
1: 9,993. Do you want to open us in prayer?
2: Okay. Father God, we wanna thank you for this day, Lord. We just pray now that people will really listen carefully. We are in a crisis mode. Most people don't realize the crisis we're in. They don't realize how close we are to a lot of serious problems. They don't realize how close we are to world war. I grieve, dear God, because it seems like nothing's gonna wake up the church but blood. Blood flowing down millions of faces. Let people really hear what's being said today. Let people tune in. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. I want to welcome all of you that are listening to the warning radio program, shortwave program, watching on social media. We're with OmegaManRadio.com. Shannon Davis from Bali, Indonesia syndicated. And I'm going to be speaking today on some serious issues. I have two guests I want you to hear. One talking about the Michigan election fraud. You're going to find out how serious the corruption is in America. Frankly, we have corruption on both sides of the aisle. And that's going to become apparent. Then we're going to have, once again, Matt Shea, Pastor Matt Shea, former House of 12 years, Washington State. We're going to get into Biden, illegal classified documents, and war. Let's begin. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, a special guest today. He's been on before, Robert Gilt. He used to be in business. Now he's in ministry. He has a website, which he recently has worked on this project, Audit Your Vote. And we're going to discuss the corruption he found, Audit. Your vote. I do want to read a statement by former FBI chief Ted Gunderson. He says, and now he exposes the hidden truth of who controls our government. He says, I personally investigated the Oklahoma City bombing case. A huge cover-up. Jack Kennedy's assassination. Huge cover-up. Bobby Kennedy's assassination. Huge cover-up. World Trade Center. Huge cover-up. Okay, terrorism. They're using it as an excuse to take away our constitutional rights and our civil liberties. The Bilderbergs, the Illuminati, Bilderberg, New World Order, globalists, are the elements behind this. It dovetails into the satanic movement, and this movement has infiltrated into our intelligence community. That once great FBI and the CIA. Again, that was former FBI Chief Ted Gunderson. Robert, welcome back to the Warning Radio program. Yeah, thanks for
3: having me. It's always a pleasure.
2: Okay, you have recently investigated and tried to expose election fraud. And uh, I think you looked at Michigan. Now, Michigan has been one of those states that Obama, Barack Obama, his full name, Barack Hussein Obama, Arabic Muslim name, He held major rallies in Arizona, Georgia, Michigan, Nevada, Pennsylvania, and Wisconsin. The very states are in controversy all the time. And the very states that, again, swung so-called the election, although there was so much corruption, other states were involved, that stole the election from President Trump. And the very states that stopped this uh, supposed to be a red tsunami wave here in in 2022. So uh, what did you find, Robert, in Michigan?
3: Yeah, thanks, doctor. I've never been much of a conspiracy theorist. I definitely had my problems with 9-11 that did not add up. I think it's building number five is so far away from the Twin Towers The official report was the Twin Towers debris fell on it, but it just makes no sense. The debris would have had to have fallen over two other buildings that were not harmed to get to building number five. And so I think 9-11 was the first time I was in my 20s then and really became aware of a lot of the things you talked about. I ended up meeting G. Edward Griffin those years. I don't know if you know that name, Creature from Jekyll Island. Okay. He wrote, very famous guy. He ended up becoming a personal friend of mine and mentored me in a lot of things. But um, it all led to me becoming a minister. All the things I learned about big pharma. I mean, I learned things about big pharma 20 years ago that they're only talking about now, the corruption of big pharma and, and the things that they do to suppress the natural health industry or to suppress all these other modalities. So as I learned about these as a young man in my 20s, I just said, and you'll enjoy this, doctor, I just said, you know what, the world needs Jesus. You know, the problems in our nation, the problems in the world are so big. They're such monumental problems. Only Jesus is going to solve these problems. And so that's really a big part of the reason why I left business because I was very successful. I had a publishing company. I had a documentary production company. I was in real estate. I had a mortgage company, real estate company. So I was very successful in my mid to late twenties and I left it all to serve the Lord. So to be getting into politics all these years later is just so strange. It was very miraculous how God opened the doors and, and ushered me in. And so where it all started was me fasting and praying during the election, November 3rd, during the 2020 election. And I was fasting and praying in in Washington, D.C., actually. And I was with a very good friend of ours, Mr. Dick Simmons. I was with him during my prayer time and fasting time, really just believing for the best. But I had this—I went to D.C. from Michigan to pray and fast because I had this pit in my stomach that they were going to—something bad was going to happen. And now I could also—if we had a long show, I would tell you about the dream I had. I had a dream where the Lord showed me that they were going to steal it from President Trump. But I don't want to get into that. That's a long story, too. But the whole dream came true. The entire dream I had, this was August of 2020 when I had that dream. A friend of mine is a retired U.S. congressman. I told him about the dream, and I, I told many people about the dream. And so many people were aware of what I was prophesying, uh, including a CBN. I, I was at an invite-only prayer meeting with CBN. I told them about the dream. And so many people are aware of what I was prophesying. And I had a desperation. I was trying to get the whole church to be desperate, but everybody kept saying, Trump's going to win. You know, Trump's going to sweep the nation. And I kept saying, no, you guys, listen, the world powers do not want him to be president. We have to be praying and fasting like never before, you know. And my message just really fell on deaf ears to everybody. I begged probably a dozen of my friends to meet me in D.C. or to do fasting and praying on their own during the election. I couldn't get anybody. I kid you not, Dr. Jonathan, I probably talked to a hundred of my friends, and I couldn't get one of them to pray and fast during the November 3rd election. So...
2: Well, Robert, uh, let let me just say something to confirm what you're saying. I I went on television that very time and Mm -hmm. warned that Donald Trump legally, technically is going to win the election, but they're gonna steal it away unless we intercede right now. And that was on the very wow. morning. And I went live wow. and I warned, they are gonna steal it if we don't intercede right now. Wow. and that's what happened. So I'm just trying to I confirm exactly what you're saying.
3: Well just to add more cold to fire, the group I was with from CBN, they practically kicked me out of the prayer meeting. They did not want me there. They did not want to hear what I had to say. They wanted to celebrate beforehand that trump was going to win and that we were just going to completely take you know we as the christians and the movement behind the conservative movement we're going to completely take over the nation and it was going to be a new golden years we're going to dawn for america i said well listen you guys i'm glad all of you guys are seeing this but i'm sorry to be the guy to go against the flow here but god has been very faithful to speak to me in dreams in fact dr jonathan the lord has told me who would be president every year since 2000 election every single election since 2000 and i've been 100 percent accurate i haven't missed one presidential election i haven't been off and every year he even tells me how long they're going to win for i prophesied i was preaching at a nigerian church a very interesting nigerian church actually in la and i was preaching there and i prophesied that barack obama would win and he would get eight years and i even prophesied what his tenure would be like and i prophesied that we will look back on i prophesied this in whatever year that was i don't the year before he wasn't even the front runner yet in the democratic primary he was just one of the guys and i prophesied that he'll win and not only will he win but he'll get 8 years and we'll look back and we'll say those 8 years were the years america changed forever that's what i prophesied His second campaign he came out with the change slogan but at any rate I don't know why the Lord chooses to tell me these highly important things because I think I'm a pretty regular guy, but he did. He told me. And then when Trump was elected, I was about to prophesy because I was prophesying that Trump was going to win. This was before he even ran. He hadn't even come out and said he was running yet, And I was already telling my friends what the Lord was showing me. And then I went to go prophesy that he was going to get eight years and the Lord stopped me. The Lord said, do not prophesy that. And I said, okay. And, and I said, why? And the Lord said, eight years are not yet determined. That's all he told me. I said, okay. So the story goes on to November 3rd. And basically, we went to bed at two o'clock in the morning in D.C. And Trump was winning Michigan by 311,000 votes. He was way up in Michigan. And they kept warning, oh, but there's going to be a lot of ballots that are going to come in the middle of the night. And they were warning us, don't count out the victory yet, and yada, yada, yada. So then we woke up the next morning and Trump had lost Michigan by 154,000 votes, which means it was more than a 450,000 vote swing. And you just do the math and the math doesn't add up because they had already counted, you know, whatever the numbers were, whatever, six or seven million ballots. And so that means five or six or 700,000 ballots came in and only 100,000 of them were for Trump and six or seven hundred thousand more for Biden, that defies statistics or logic or reason. And so we were right. The Lord showed us that they were going to steal it from them. We were right, Dr. Jonathan. And then I just sat dumbfounded for weeks. I kid you not. I just was dumbfounded. I just said, Lord, what do we do now? This is horrible. They just stole our country and put this man in. And and I didn't know what to do. I really did not know what to do. But I kept praying. and I said, Lord, if I can do something. So Months are passing, and God's not speaking to me about getting involved with politics at all. He's not speaking to me at all. He's speaking to me about completely other things, and I'm ministering, and I'm doing the things he's given me to do. COVID was still raging, and there was all these other things going on. Long story short, the Lord opens a door. And it's such a long, crazy story, but this, this guy I hardly knew came to my house with some political guys and told me that God told him to bring these guys to my house, and that I was supposed to meet the Speaker of the House in Michigan. And I said, well, why why would I meet him? You know, who am I? I'm a preacher, you know, and I'm brand new to Michigan, you know, but they were like, well, no, we're going to set you up with a meeting with the Speaker of the House and you're going to explain to him everything God has told you and blah, blah, blah. He's a Christian. And I was like, OK, so next thing you know, they want me to meet with this guy. And then these doors start opening for me to get involved with this rep that was writing the bill to audit the election, to audit the uh, 2020 election here in Michigan. So so the
2: Speaker of the uh, House uh, in Michigan, Democrat or Republican?
3: Republican. Okay. These, are all, these are all Republicans. Yeah. J- just the, the, for our the listeners. To... Of the Senate, I'm yeah. sorry, the Speaker of the Senate. I might have said Speaker of the House. Speaker of the Senate. It's actually the Senate Majority Leader. It's not the Speaker of the House. The okay. Senate Majority Leader is who I was going to meet. Okay, um, just for our Mike listeners'
2: Shirky. clarification. Yeah, Republican.
3: Yeah, yeah. Senate Majority Leader's name is Mike Shirky. I was supposed to have a meeting with him.
2: Okay, go and ahead. I
3: met with one of his good buddies. And basically, the meeting was all about trying to convince Shirky to audit the election. That was the whole point of the meeting. And then I met Steve Cara, who's a rep. He's a Republican rep here in Michigan. He just won re-election also, so he's still in the House. And Kara was writing the bill to audit the election. So Cara and I meet up, and next thing you know, we become instant friends, and he lets me start working on the bill with him. So I become his kind of like grassroots organizer where I start organizing support for what he's doing and I launched a different website I don't even have it up anymore but I, I launched a website called mielectionaudit.com but it's not even up anymore so I launched that website and I start to rally the state of Michigan behind Steve Cara to get this election audit and then I start helping on the bill and I don't know anything about a bill but I have a lot of friends so I start calling all my friends and I get real educated real fast on writing bills and I realize that Cara's not directly working with any, um, lawyers. So I start calling around trying to find him some good constitutional lawyers to run ideas past. And it goes on and on. It's a long story of all that happened. Um, but overnight God thrust me into this, uh, election audit, uh, movement. And, uh, I started really, uh, in a way I started at the bottom, but in another way I started at you know i was i was working directly with steve kara with it was just me steve kara his uh, his campaign manager and one or two people from his staff it was just a small group of us and we were all working on this uh bill and it just goes on from there uh doctor it goes it goes on from there and and i just i'm surrounded by people of um not not necessarily cara he he's he's better than than a lot of them but I, I end up surrounded by so many of these politicians of, of horrible, horrible character. Um, they would throw Jesus name around, uh, just to gain leverage, uh, not, not genuine or not out of a, a broken or a contrite heart, you know, loving Jesus and want to serve him, but using things of Christianity for political leverage and, and, and having just horrible integrity and, um, I, I, I was uh, appalled at how uh, bad the problem was, but that was my introduction into politics. And then next thing you know, I get invited to Cara um, wants me to go to a uh, Mike Lindell cyber symposium with them. And then at the cyber symposium is when I really decided to jump in with both feet. I, I worked with Cara for probably two or three months, but at the cyber symposium is when I really made up my mind. I'm going to do this like a full-time job. I, th- I really think it's the Lord's will. And so, that was my entrance into it all. And then how I came up with auditorvote.com and everything else, you know, the story goes on from there. You know, it it gets even more involved from there.
2: Okay. Well go ahead and, and tell us what you found now in this election uh, fraud in Michigan and, and basically how uh, people didn't want to hear about it later.
3: So um, like I was saying, people had such poor character because, you know, we would we kept we kept running into these other Republicans who did not want the election audit done. But the worst part about it was is they would never say that publicly, and and they were very they were very careful to undermine our efforts without letting anyone know they were undermining our efforts. And and I ran into this a lot uh, throughout the Republican Party in Michigan. And um, there was entire movements. Um, There's a group called Stand Up Michigan who ended up being like my number one adversary they did so many things to um prevent the election audit and to prevent my movement so what ends up happening is i end up i end up writing what's called a, a i end up with a petition drive so in michigan you could write a a ballot proposal and if you get enough signatures then you'll go on the ballot for a vote and so i wrote a decertify i had so many problems I, I found so many problems in trying to get the election audit done that I just decided that's never going to happen. I just decided the Republican Party's too messed up and the Dems are never going to allow this. And it's, it would be wiser just to skip the audit and go directly to decertify. So what I did is I came up with this concept for Michigan citizens to audit their own vote to where a citizen could audit their vote. And so I, I launched this website called audit which enabled all of Michigan to audit their vote from the 2020 election. So if you voted in Michigan in 2020, you could go to audityourvote.com and see if your vote counted or, um, and and, and there's some other details. Now we have a secret uh, ballot here. So you can't, you can't verify if your vote counted for the right person, but you can, um, you can see if your vote was recorded and you could see how it was recorded, meaning absentee or in-person voting. And there's a few other things you could see. But, but, you could also see you could also make sure your your vote counted. Now, why that's important is because we found, you know, and and this was if we had more budget and we had more time, we could find a lot more. But within the first thirty days we found a hundred thousand missing votes, hundred thousand people who voted whose uh, votes weren't counted. And uh, that was within thirty days of launching the site. And it was, I had no idea how easy it was going to be once I launched. Lo- you know I mean? Cause you, you think maybe you're going to find three or 4% that are going to have discrepancies on their ballots, you know? And so you need a million people to come to the website to find 30 or 40,000 people. Those are the kind of the numbers in my head. Like if I could get a million people to go to the site, we could find 30 or 40,000 people um, whose votes were inaccurate. And then we could get affidavits and go to court with it. And that was kind of in my head. But we found – we we the evidence we found was 10 times what I thought we would find, and we found it in 30 days. And um, so basically we found entire townships that did not have their in-person votes counted. We found uh, massive problems. So then when the Secretary of State caught wind of it all, they just basically said it was a um, software error. And they said, no, no, that's not accurate. That's a software error. Your votes counted. Well <laughs> – that's what they did in Antrim County also. I don't know if you remember the Antrim County uh, audit. Do you remember Go that? Ahead. Yeah That was big news. Antrim County, Michigan, that's what the Secretary of State said. That's what the county uh, clerk said. Everybody said, "Oh, it's just a software glitch. We fixed it, but Antrim County went for Biden. And so they argued it out in court and they said, no, that's not true. They argued out in court and they did the full forensic audit. And then they realized it was a computer glitch, but the glitch, gave it to biden and trump won antrim county so they proved that the computer glitch what they call the computer glitch didn't look like a glitch at all during the audit what it looked like was a nefarious act where someone you know purposefully did something to the code and and that's where it got very convoluted was how did this happen because you need to audit more than what they allowed them to have access to so Through the courts, they end up giving Antrim County back to President Trump. But my point is, is the exact same um, response, word for word, that they gave to uh, Matt DiPerno and them at Antrim County, oh, it was a computer glitch, nothing to see here, is the same thing they told us about your Vote. No, no, all those 100,000-plus votes did count. It was just a computer glitch, and and, you know, don't worry about it, nothing to see here. And so the big questions – we found it all. We proved. We, we found and, – and, in fact, we found more. If you look at what everybody else found, uh, Mike Lindell had his evidence. All these guys had their evidence, and all these guys found whatever they found, and it was pretty amazing and substantial. But none of it came close to what I found with Auditor your vote because I actually found disappeared missing votes, and that's what it all boils down to in court. What it boils down to in court is can you prove – that Trump won. So everybody loved 2000 mules. and It was very exciting. And there was a, there was a documentary and there was big names involved. and It was all very exciting. But at the end of the day, 2000 mules and their evidence will never work in court because you cannot literally prove those were Trump votes. Um, because what you, you can have a lot of evidence and you could really come up with a good case, but will it be clear and convincing? Will, that that's the legal term. Will the court say this is clear and convincing evidence or, um, you know, beyond a you know a preponderance of evidence, are, are, is that what the court's going to say? Well, what the court's going to end up saying is, and this is what a lot of the courts end up saying, you know, a lot of legal minds end up saying is, well, you're going to have you're going to have a hard time proving that those ballot dumps and those ballot drops were all for Biden. You you're going to need whistleblowers. You're going to need people to come forward and say you know, that those ballots were all for Biden and you're going to really have to connect all the dots. Now, we're about
2: we're about out of time, Robert. But I think the reality is you got a lot of uh, negative feedback and no cooperation by so many Republicans showing that. uh, I tell you what, uh, many Republicans there are in bed uh, with if we want to say the new world order with Democrats. And so uh, isn't that what happened?
3: Well, yeah, and I had no idea that it's 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 they use Jesus name all day long. So a lot of these guys are Christian or Catholic. You know, a lot of these guys. I, I mean, my dad, my dad's known one of these guys for thirty years, and the guy's been a Christian for thirty years. And 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 after doing a lot of, a lot of people have done digging on this guy, and it looks like he's directly in business with Communist CCP here in Michigan. Nope. He has an engineering firm, and when you really dig a, dig up about this guy. It looks like he's making millions of dollars being in business with Communist CCP, not just China, the Communist Party. And he's running; uh, he's one of the guys running the Senate here in uh, in Michigan. And uh, the guy's going to church every Sunday. And we're practically begging him to do an election on it. We're practically begging him to 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 stand up to the injustice of them stealing Michigan from Trump. And he wants nothing to do with it. So it's so much worse than I thought because in my mind. There was a there was like these great people in the Republican Party, you know. These are godly people, and they're fighting for justice. I, I think the great people within the Republican Party in Washington D.C. I think what just happened is representative. There was 20 guys out of whatever the the whole number is 218. There's 20 guys out of 218 who stood up and and fought against the establishment and and forced Kevin McCarthy's hand and. You know, I I think those are the I and and that's that's after the midterm election, I think. The numbers are very, very small. This is what I'm trying to say. Ladies and gentlemen,
2: now I've had Robert Gilt on. I know we're way out of time. I've got to put a caboose on this thing, but I will have him back in the near future. This is why we need another great awakening. We've got to have another great awakening. There's got to be a revival sweeping the nation. Go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Subscribe to Eagle's saving nations. Everybody, if you're concerned at all, if you say you pray, if you're concerned, everybody can be involved with this thing at $50 a year at the lowest level, 22 a month or 222 a month, $50 a year. If you can't afford that, something is wrong with you. God bless you. <laughs> we need another great awakening. I'll have again Robert Gilt back soon. This is the Warning Radio program. God bless you. This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen, President of World Ministries International. A special guest, he is an allied attorney with the Alliance Defending Freedom and affiliated attorney with the Pacific Justice Institute. He's also retired 12-year state representative, former House Republican Caucus Chair, currently the senior pastor at On Fire Ministries, Pastor Matt Shea. Welcome back, Matt.
4: Uh, it's great to be back on, Dr. Hansen.
2: Well, i tell you what, uh, we began the year talking about 2023 and what it entailed and uh, uh, what it's going to entail, the dangers that we see on the horizon. We were going to talk a little bit about things to protect oneself, and I was going to talk about the sons of Issachar, but so many things are happening so quickly right now. Maybe we should first start off with President, so to speak. Joe Biden and all of the confidential classified documents found when he was the vice president. You know, there is a difference between President Trump declassifying and literally no crime. And Joe Biden, the vice president, cannot do that. Yet he has confidential classified documents. Uh, Let's talk a little bit about that, Matt. What's your opinion?
4: There's two things that are part of this. First of all,
2: you're absolutely right. The president of the
4: United States is a classification authority, so Trump would have been the declassification authority for those records he had. So Trump is totally in the clear, didn't do anything wrong. And he also had them in a very secure place at Mar-a-Largo. This case, Biden was a vice president. He has no declassification authority. And not only did they find him in a foundation that has Chinese funding, but they found him next to his Corvette in his garage. I mean that that is Stunningly irresponsible at the very least. So, this has comparison really to the Trump issue, but I do want to say this, and for everybody out there, I believe that this is the first indicator that the powers that be want to remove Biden from the presidency because war is imminent with China and they know he is incompetent to manage it. So, I believe right now what we're seeing is the powers that be are removing him. It was Democrats that found these records. It was Democrats that came public with these records. It was Democrats that came through the the normal conduits that they use against conservatives to reveal this. So it appears to me that the powers of be are making a move to replace Joe Biden. And that means that we can expect to see maybe in the next couple of weeks uh, some key indicators, uh, both uh, uh, on the international level and here at the national level, that would support that. The first indicator is uh, criminal uh, investigations, charges uh, coming forward regarding Hunter Biden. Uh, the second is that we would expect to see the New York Times turning against Hunter Biden and against Joe Biden uh, very publicly. So we watch the New York Times, watch the, the Washington Post, and see if that's what happens in the next couple of weeks. And then, all, then we know that they are trying to get rid of it. They're trying to do the 25th Amendment and have him removed. So for your listeners who don't know what the 25th Amendment is, if enough cabinet secretaries get together, they can remove the president of the United States for mental incompetence. So I can see I can see this happening, and I think everybody knows that he is suffering right now from a lack of mental clarity, and I'm being very diplomatic by saying that. So the other part internationally that we're, we're going to see, you'd expect to see China massively purchase uh, gold uh, gold, uh to uh, bolster its position monetarily because they expect sanctions to come. You would expect cyber attacks to begin hitting critical U.S. infrastructure and becoming more and more frequent. You would expect there to be continued snap uh, exercises from China where they clearly say and state that the purpose of the exercise is to invade Taiwan. You would expect to see New agreements signed between the United States and Japan, uh, the United States and Philippines, the United Kingdom and Japan, and the United Kingdom and the Philippines, and also agreements with South Korea by both of those countries as well. Well, Dr. Hansen, let me tell you what's been happening in the last 24 hours. We have had a massive outage. Now, they're not calling it a cyber attack, but a massive outage just recently with the it's essentially a safety notification for airplanes grounded every air airline here in the united states of america now most people probably heard that they saw it but what they probably did not know is that this was not the first time and i want to go into that very quickly there's a great article in gateway pundit that talks about this Uh, canada their notam system also went down and just prior to that in the philippines Authorities halted flights in and out of Manila on New Year's Day due to a malfunction uh, on air traffic control. So you've got now three specific outages in three separate countries but the same same result. So if this is a probing attack, which it very likely could be, the Chinese figured out how to halt all U.S. air travel, all air travel in in, uh, Canada and in the Philippines with the push of a button. So the… Notice the Air Missions system provides pilots with real-time information about closed runways, equipment outages, potential hazards, all that kind of stuff. It's a safety system. So if you want to paralyze a country with air traffic, that's exactly how you would do it. In addition to that – and so I think right now what what I've been telling people is we have to presume that all incidents that we see from here on out are not isolated, that they are connected until proven otherwise. We have to presume that just for our own safety and our own peace of mind. So that is the one, that's the one thing. Then you also see the fact that Russia is moving massive amounts of main battle tanks into Belarus. Uh, the Belarusians look like uh, they're being inspected right now by some Russian uh, authorities for their combat readiness. You see the United States getting ready to sign some new agreements with Japan. The United Kingdom just yesterday signed new agreements with Japan that would authorize – Uh, British troops to be deployed there and vice versa in uh, UK uh, territory. You see also that uh, there was a snap exercise just in the last few days where China mocked an invasion of Taiwan and a blockade of Taiwan uh, with 57 airplanes. You see also that South Korea now is asking for more security Agreements regarding not only ammunition and and, uh, equipment, but also just agreements regarding what would happen in the case of a nuclear exchange with North Korea. You have all of those same countries dramatically ramping up their, their militaries, the size of their militaries and the amount of equipment in their militaries. So, I mean, just objectively, and that's not all of it, but just objectively speaking, this is what appears is about to happen here in the next 90 days. At the same time that that China moves on Taiwan, you will see Russia move through Belarus on Ukraine and try to do a winter offensive. You will see at the same time as well probably an Israeli airstrike of some kind on Iran or an Iranian strike on some Israeli assets. Doesn't really matter as far as the the timing is concerned, but all of these things will happen in a very, very close proximity with each other. So what the, everybody listening today needs to be looking out for is what happens with North Korea. Here's why. North Korea has the ability to strike the U.S. mainland with a nuclear weapon. And and I think we, again, have to presume that China would use North Korea as a proxy to tie up U.S. forces in South Korea by invading. Uh, and so that – essentially means within two weeks we will be in a world war if north korea does that so if your listeners see that we know that we're going to world war very very quickly the other part of that that i would mention is the united states right now is at one of its weakest places in the last 50 years and i'm not just talking about the inept and communist leadership uh, in the united states government that is infiltrated but i'm also talking about that militarily we've been bleeding our stockpiles by sending them over to Ukraine. And so there actually was a US official just yesterday who said, "Hey, you know, we are, we're going to have trouble arming ourselves if we keep doing this." And in other words, because of the bureaucracy that has been put in place uh, by the Biden administration, our economy has not ramped up to a war status. In fact, U.S. Navy Secretary Carlos del Toro – you can read this on open-source intelligence – said that the U.S. may find itself challenge, challenging to continue to provide military materials to Ukraine and arm itself. And then he went on to say this. This is key. With regards to deliveries of weapon systems for the fight in Ukraine, yeah, that's a real concern for us. We monitor it very closely. But if the conflict goes on for another six months or for another year, it certainly continues to stress the supply way, uh, chain in ways that are challenging. So if if we really wanted to protect the United States of America right now against our our main enemy, which is China, we would be ramping up our economy right now. We would be massively decreasing the bureaucracy on our oil and gas industry, massively decreasing the bureaucracy on our manufacturing sectors. We would want to uh, do tariffs in regards to the export of steel. And we would want to keep our key minerals here in the United States and also take off a lot of the bureaucracy that has been hampering mining here in the United States for everything from rare earth minerals to what I just said, steel and iron. So we have an opportunity to be resilient here, but the person in the White House right now is taking every opportunity to try to do exactly the wrong th- thing that would hamstring us in an ability to fight China. And so we we believe, and we've talked about this on your show before, that it's intentional. So right now, everyone needs to be prepared. I gave you some pretty clear things to look at in the news here in the next uh, couple of weeks, and then you know ahead of time what, what is coming and what's happening.
2: Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to the Warning Radio program. Uh, I have special guest, Pastor Matt Shea, former Washington State House of Representative, 12 years and former House Republican Caucus chair. Ladies and gentlemen, we are in serious trouble. Now, Matt, again, this is being not only on our warning radio programs, our social media, people are watching, It'll be on Omega Man Radio also syndicated around the world. Do you think, Matt, this is one reason that they're ready to remove Biden?
4: I know this is exactly what they're trying to do. They want their person in place to manage this global war or or the precursor of a global war uh, in the run-up to 2024.
2: Then they got to remove him quite fast.
4: They've got to remove him quite fast. So I would expect things to come very quickly. You have newspaper articles and Biden goes from, you know, hero to zero here in a month, then it's just a foregone conclusion that he's replaced by the vice president. So they obviously you know understand that the a republican house means the republican speaker is number 3 in line so that republican speaker kevin mccarthy would become number 2 and that makes that fight that happened last uh, last week all the more important that he may be in line for a leadership role that is far beyond anything he has really comprehended So anyway, the short version, again, is they got to remove him fast, expect things to happen very quickly if this is, in fact, their plan. And I believe it is because there is no reason Democrats would have undressed their own guy unless they want to take him out.
2: Well, I'll tell you what, uh, let's let's keep watching how, you know, Mainline News, uh, CNN, MSNBC and others, liberal news propaganda programs now how they report this, that will also give us a great understanding what's going on.
4: Yes, absolutely. So we, we need to, you know, I know, I know people don't like to watch the mainstream press and for good reason, but we still should absolutely be observing what the Washington Post, New York times are saying, because that's going to cue us as to what these guys have in store.
2: Well, you're absolutely right. Um, Harris, uh, if they want to really run this thing, unless they, you know, just want a, a puppet, a clueless puppet, you know, a, a straw hat, so to speak, but uh, she's got to be removed too.
4: Well, at some point, but it probably wouldn't be right away, unless, unless this is a full coup. Uh, I mean, in, in such a case, I mean, my goodness, is it possible? Yes, I don't know if it's likely that they would remove it at the same time. Because it always appeared to me that Kamala was the the one they really wanted to be in there and she was just so unpopular <laughs> that they just couldn't they just couldn't have her win. No matter how much they helped her, she just couldn't win. So I, I just expect that as far as Biden is concerned that he he's just gonna be removed very quickly first and then probably Kamala maybe a little bit later. I doubt they would try to do it all at one time.
2: Well like I said at the earlier my statement was unless she's a a puppet and uh, what you just said is she would be a total puppet so then they would have their person that they can just run anything through
4: yeah exactly yep so that's what we need to be watching for and you know i hope that makes sense to everybody
2: obama Uh, do you think he's right in here with it all
4: oh i think he's been directing it which is why it makes it more likely that she's the puppet absolutely absolutely
2: Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening again to the Warning Radio Program. Special guest, Pastor Matt Shea. He's an allied attorney with the Alliance Defending Freedom and an affiliated attorney with the Pacific Justice Institute. He was also the former House Representative for the state of Washington, retired 12 years, and former House Republican Caucus Chair. Uh, we're talking about situations that is happening and is about to happen as we look ahead to 2020. We're in 2023, but what are we going to be facing in 2023? I know we also talked about several weeks ago, uh, we need to prepare. And the sons of Issachar, you know, 1 Chronicles 12.32, the sons of Issachar, men who understood the times with knowledge of what Israel should do, Their chief priests were two hundred. And again, I'll just break down very quickly. The children of Issachar were men, people, members of a church, etc. Or a nation that understood the times to know what Israel ought to do. The heads of them were two hundred and their brethren were at their command. We need to be attending a church with an Issachar. So instead of being a victim... We can prosper. We'll know what to do. Again, Issachar, the meaning is he will bring a reward, a man for a hire. Hire for who? Hire from God. And uh, I could go deep into this, but Matt, what should people do to prepare? Well, I think that the very
4: first thing, obviously, is to be spiritually prepared. So if you are not going to church, you should be. If you are not uh, repenting, uh, or you think you can do everything on your own, I mean, I would say that that is folly. You should be going to church. You should be getting right uh, before the Lord and being honest with God about where you're at. So I think that that's the first part of it. I think the second part of it is you need to have food stored up. I'm going to tell you why. Belarus supplies approximately 20% of potash for the world's fertilizer production. So if Belarus invades Ukraine, it's a very good uh, presumption that that potash Would not be exported and there would be sanctions against it. And as a result, world fertilizer supplies will go up dramatically in price. And fertilizer supplies go up in price, as you well know, so does food. So having food is absolutely going to be critical here coming up. The other is having some extra fuel. Gas prices, it's looking like it might go to $120 a barrel. And again, the reason is because. There is so much instability where the oil is being drilled, and, and President Biden has shut down, uh, or I should say more accurately, constricted uh, our oil drilling supply here in the United States. It's going gonna, it's gonna to rise. The price of gasoline is going to rise, so having some extra fuel on hand, again, I believe this is very, very critical. Also, there's going to be massive, and I mean massive, nothing like we have ever seen before. I want you to imagine – half of Walmart, or all of uh, aisles and Walmart being completely empty. Because if, if we go to war with China or China goes to war with Taiwan, then it's going to have a massive impact on the global economy. You're going to see everything from electronics increase in price, and you're going to see our choices diminish dramatically, and you'll actually see how dependent we are on China. So having extra clothes right now, making sure you've got all the electronics that you want to buy right now, uh, are extremely important, and I'll get to one other point on electronics here in a second. But the point, the, the, the fact is, is that it, spare parts—a lot of our spare parts for for small engines, like uh, our weed whackers, our lawnmowers, those kind of things—they come from China. So if you don't have spare parts on hand, and something goes out that you really need, and I would say probably the most important tool is a chainsaw in a, a situation like that, that you need you need to look at spare parts as well. Now, electronic components, you should have what's called a Faraday bag. You can find them on Amazon or other places. They're really easy to find. You should have some of your electronics in a Faraday bag. So in case that the North Koreans decide to do an EMP attack against the U.S. or maybe it's a a cyber attack or something, that you have some electronics that are still operational for this time, particularly radios like ham radios and other handheld radios. So I would really kind of look at those things right now, As far as your own preparedness is concerned, again, not panic, but being prepared takes the fear out of things because God has given us the opportunity to be ready. So these are some things to think about here in the upcoming – there's just a few of them – the upcoming two, three months. But do not wait. Do not procrastinate. Do not sit back and say, oh, well, not not a big deal. God's going to provide. He is providing. He's providing you time right now, and he's providing you a great program like warning radio to tell you this is coming.
2: Again, the sons of Issachar, men who understood the times. Again, we already said Issachar, he'll bring a reward. He'll pre- he'll give you information to prepare you for the future. Understanding, to separate mentally, to distinguish, to be cunning, diligent, deal wisely, prudent. If you attend a church like the one Matt Shea is pastoring, we will separate, he will separate, the truth will separate between the wise and unwise, to distinguish, be cunning, diligent, prudent, and times goes into fortunes, occurrences. Fortunes mean success, prosperity, estates, possessions, wealth. So occurrence means an event, an incident happening in circumstance. So right here, we're discussing how you can be wise, you can be prudent, you can be cunning, and you can not be taken as a victim, but you can prosper, you can continue to see your family succeed. Through this, you can move into prosperity. And Matt, we could even uh, discuss that a little bit, what to do for the future. So just
4: general, again, this is what I do. So I'm not telling you what to do. But what I do is I make sure to have 1% of uh, my yearly income in cash for emergencies. I also uh, try to make sure I've got about Uh, You know, I've got some silver on hand so that, you know, the first time that the cash uh, machines go out and the first time that the payment processing goes out at the grocery store, you still have cash and it's going to be king for a little while. So you want to have cash on hand for emergencies. You want to have some silver later as barter networks develop if this gets that bad. Now, I want to give you an example of this. It is happening right now in Haiti. Just this last week, the last 10 Haiti senators are uh, finish their terms there is literally no government in haiti right now except the gangs literally wow there are no representatives no president no nothing no judges nothing it is a fully anarchy a full anarchy in that country so in situations like that our own economies develop and that is always surrounding uh hard currency like gold and silver so that's always a good thing to have but people are uh people are paying attention to what I said about oil prices and everything else. You kind of know where to, uh, you know, where to stock up. And that's really the, again, the big key.
2: Again, ladies and gentlemen, you've been listening today and watching. If you're watching our social media programs our platforms or television, uh, you've been listening to Matt Shea, Pastor Matt Shea, On Fire Ministries, Kingdom Christian Academy, Spokane, Washington, also former um, retired House Representative, and former House Republican Caucus Chair. What are we talking about? We're talking about how to survive in crisis. 2023 is going to be a time of crisis, although it can be time of victory. May God richly bless you. Go to my website, www.worldministries dot o-r-g www.worldministries.org please join Eagles Saving Nations we can get into the stadiums we can have another great awakening only God can truly save America God bless you Shannon
1: what a super informative program tonight this was a good one all of them are you know a couple thoughts here I'll just tack on the program here the remaining moments I have a theory Dr. Hanson I believe that the Democrats are going to put forth Gavin Newsom as their presidential candidate in 2024. Of course, this guy is a weasel, just like Trudeau, north of the border. But he's the perfect man to put in there who is in lockstep with the globalists. So watch and see. I think it's going to be Gavin Newsom that they get in there eventually. Also, we mentioned tonight that Obama is still... Alive and well behind the scenes. I would concur with that. I've been asking myself, who's really running the show? Because we know Biden has checked out a long time ago. His doctors have kept him propped up with drugs, but half the time I don't think he knows where he is. And we know that his vice president doesn't have the brain power to do it. Some have said it is condominium rice and put forth some other names, and that all may be true. But I do think Obama is still the man behind the scenes, uh, one of the shadow puppets, masters. And there is kind of a precedent for that. Do you remember in the 60s that we had as a director of the CIA, a guy named Alan Dulles? Yes. And so, you know, Alan Dulles, uh, he came in to play back with the OSS in the 40s. And uh, he was really the mastermind behind setting up the intelligence agencies in the U.S., became director of the CIA under JFK and... JFK didn't like him at all, and for good reason, and ends up firing Alan Dulles. But as you can find out in the historical records, Alan Dulles didn't go away quietly. He was so entrenched and had so many allies in the agency and intelligence communities worldwide, he continued to run his office from his home over there, I think, in Maryland for at least a good year. And it wasn't long after he's fired that JFK gets assassinated. And then, lo and behold, who is on the Warren Commission? No, 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 but Alan Dulles himself. And, of course, you know, the Warren Commission didn't tell the truth. Get to the bottom of it. He was assassinated. There was a guy in the drain, shot him right in the forehead. He was shot by multiple shooters and probably a sharpshooter from the CA and some of the mob. Those documents have still not all been released. And look at how many years we are after the event. There are still things to be hidden. Yeah, we do have definitely people who are Maneuvering behind the scenes, and I believe Obama is certainly one of them. Something else I wanted to mention. You know, we just had the G20 a month and a half ago right here in Bali, where I'm at. In fact, Biden was here. His big beast vehicle was right around town. All these guys were just maybe 15 minutes away from where we live here in Denpasar. And one of the big things that came out of the meeting, because, you know, Indonesia was head of this meeting of the G20 for the year 2022, So they had the last words and the opening statements. The Minister of Health here in Indonesia, speaking perfect English, called for all the nations of the G20 to come together and implement this COVID vaccine passport. And this has been part of the plan of the Great Reset from the very beginning. You will not be able to travel without showing that you have either been vaccinated and or tested and it's all going to be on your smartphone. Scan the QR code, accesses your account, shows them, whether you're in compliance. And if not, you don't get on a plane, you don't get on a train, you don't get into a mall. Now we've got a brief respite. I know many are free to travel, but you know, my family hasn't traveled for three years because of the lockdown. And this is something that they plan to implement. It's being telegraphed. Our movements are going to be controlled. Matt mentioned fertilizers tonight. That's a real concern without fertilizers. How do you grow crops? And if that's not enough of a problem, you've got the Netherlands right now has ordered the closure of 2,000 farms. They said they're not nitrogen compliant. How are they going to replace that food supply? We've got an attack on the food supply and attack on the very things that you need to grow food. We're in some serious trouble. And this is all part of, you know, the lockstep plan of the Great Reset to attack our food. If that's not bad enough, they're doing a test run right now in Oxfordshire in England. Have you heard about the 15-minute cities? No. This is the new concept. Not only does Klaus Schwab say you own nothing and be happy, they're trying to take away our food, they're attacking our fuel supply, but he has a new plan, which is you don't need to go beyond 15-mile radius from where you live. Yes. yes. And that's the plan. They want to lock people down, and if you want to go beyond that 15-mile perimeter – You're going to need special papers issued by your government to travel.
2: Sounds like Romania and Bulgaria.
1: Yeah, I I was aware aware of that. They're doing a test run. They're doing a test run on the new central bank currency right now. And we've got people dropping dead like flies. A worse bioweapon in the works now. 80% effective in gain to function tests. So, truly, war has been declared on mankind, and uh, war on the saints is coming. We need... Jesus like never
2: before. Back to you, my friend. You're exactly right, Shannon. I would urge our listeners to go to my website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Click on Eagle Saving Nations. Go also to the pastoral articles and look up Eagle Saving Nations, parts one through five. I go into in depth into many of these situations and issues you're talking about, including JFK, Kissinger. JFK threw Kissinger out of the White House, didn't want him back, thought he was a madman. And that was uh, one of the downfalls of JFK, as Kissinger reported to England and the Queen. I'll tell you what, just read my parts one through five. And the powers that be, like you said, the mob, the CIA, definitely involved with the assassination of John F. Kennedy. They took him out because he wanted to try to bring awareness to America of the enemies of the nation, including the secret societies, skull and bones that several of our presidents, the Bushes and others have been belonged to. The secret societies that are involved in controlling the world as well as the Federal Reserve and bankers, etc. But I go into this in Parts 1 through 5. So people need to really study it. It's all there on my website, www.worldministries.org. It's very clear that people are dying. That is coming out every day now by different professional medical people exposing What's going on, actually, and I printed several transcripts today. You got even Laura Ingram and others are reporting it. The dangers of COVID, the vaccination, uh, stroke and other things. This is all coming out. COVID is nothing new. I think they put a patent on it clear back in 2003. They're just using this to control the world. It's nothing new. But yeah, exactly, uh, beware. I've been warning, telling people that they're going to bring this back once again, try to get people to take it and to control mankind. It's out there that people are dying, that it's very dangerous, but they're still going to do another blitz on getting people to take this vaccination, even though the dangers are all there about problems with the heart and stroke and embolisms and other things. So... I'll tell you what, 2023, etc. we're in for very dangerous times ahead. And that's why we, we did this program, even to show you how utterly corrupt the Republican Party is. So many of them are in bed with the Democrats and the New World Order. They could have worked together and exposed the corruption in this 2020 election, as well as 2022, the fraud. The same states were involved. Obama was involved in all of those states. Barack Hussein Obama, uh, definitely he's heavily involved. Kissinger mentioned that he could be the man that brings us into the new world order. He is still right there behind the scenes like the devil himself trying to bring utter chaos to America and bring America down. So we need to do everything we can to stop this insanity That's why I'm leading Eagle Saving Nations right now. I fly in a week to Texas, be meeting in uh, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, have their headquarters with key people, key leaders. I'll tell you what, we really need to fast, we need to pray, we need to get ourselves prepared. If you're not right with God, I'll tell you what, you need to get right with God. Out of nowhere we're gonna see crisis, we're gonna see a war, we're gonna see nuclear war out of nowhere. People are sounding the alarm. I'm bringing professionals sounding the alarm. Prophetically look at my prophecies. But I believe, I really am so sad that we're not going to wake the church, the majority of the church, or America up until millions of people die. I believe that. Millions are going to die before we wake uh, up the church.
1: Forgive me as my voice is uh, (laughs) a little strained tonight battling a sinus infection, but it's back. I wanted to say too, Matt mentioned the fact that he was trying to get somebody to pray and fast with him. Called a hundred of his friends. Nobody would fast and pray. Jesus was in the garden. He said, can you watch and pray for an hour? They all fell asleep. All the more reason that your ministry must continue. Sounding the alarm as it is, because it's a voice out there of warning, and maybe someone's going to listen, and we'll stand in the gap. We can make a difference, but if we do nothing, then it's lost. And, you know, God has really been impressing on me here in recent weeks. Three things. He told me to speak his word, which meant get back in the word of God. and am going to read the Bible over the air, which we're doing. He told me to fast, and he told me to get my paperwork in order. Maybe it moves in order. I don't know, but if there is, I need to have my paperwork in order. The point is, we need to get ready, folks, because Jesus is coming back, and the greatest battle that has ever been waged against Christians and Israel coming is coming It's called war on the saints and how sad it is that we couldn't get a few more people to fast and pray. Maybe they could have turned that thing around and gotten the election turned around, but it didn't happen. Will God be able to find men and women in this hour that will stand in the gap or will it be like yesteryear? We look for man and he could find no one. Thankfully, we know we've got some that are standing in the gap that are tuning in tonight and others that can join along. Dr. Hansen, how can people support your ministry and um, contact your office if they would like to for more information?
2: One way is, again, the website, www.worldministries.org, www.worldministries.org. Uh, they can donate right there, PayPal, etc. They can telephone 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248. Operators be very happy to take your donations. Or they can send it to WMI. Again, put on the envelope, World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. That's World Ministries International, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Address the check to just WMI. WMI. i I'll tell you, we do need your support because we're sounding the alarm as loud as we can. We need to do a lot more. Truth takes away deception. Everything takes money. We want to get into the national stadiums. That's big money. We need your help, ladies and gentlemen. Everybody should be able to join Eagle Saving Nations. $50 a year. My goodness, you spend that on coffee in a week. I mean, come on. You say, what can I do? You can do that much. Maybe you can cut me a check for a million dollars, but we need to get this on national television, international television. We've got to step up to the plate. We've got to hit some home runs because out of nowhere, I'm telling you, Shannon, we're going to lose the means to speak even. I thank you for everything you're doing. God bless you. And we need to all do as much as we can with the freedom we have left.
1: Uh, Final point here for this program, in the last show I did, we were live streaming, as we do every day, and right in the middle of the program, Facebook cut the feed. Wow. I went over to check it out, and they suspended our account. Didn't tell me why. Maybe just a random AI check. Could have been some hashtags that I used promoting a show, but that's some level of censorship. You know, we're on channel six of YouTube, haven't been banned five times before for speaking out against, you know, the COVID and also standing up for President Trump back during the elections. So it's becoming more and more difficult to speak the truth without being censored. And we haven't seen nothing yet. Yeah, they took, so, me,
2: they took me off YouTube to uh, expose the COVID, expose the election fraud. And I'm sure you're aware you're supposed to have three strikes and you're out with an appeal. They didn't give me no three strikes and you're out with an appeal. I tried to appeal and they said, it's COVID, you get no appeal. And uh, that was it. And so, like you, we went in under another name. Now it's Jonathan Hansen Ministries. But our YouTube channel is very vanilla. But all my others, tell you what, they just expose the truth
1: without compromise. Thank God for podcasts, because that's the last vantage of freedom we still have. So praise the Lord for the podcast. Uh, final thought here tonight is I uh, have a very bad feeling, Dr. Hansen, that uh, we are, and NATO— are going to go to war at the next level against Russia. We're already using Ukraine as a proxy. And they're going to hit us hard and take us right off at the knees. We may not be far from some of the visions that you've seen in Dmitry Dutton where we actually see these strikes take place on American soil. They have the weapons to do it. I don't think we have the defenses. You know, not to mention, it almost seems like we're going to war and we're not carrying the Ark of the Covenant with us. And never right. went when good for not- Israel when they did not have God with them. They lost badly.
2: Yeah, and what you're saying that- is exactly true. The Science of Judgment, my book, explains it all. And it's we're very close ourselves to having a war that strikes us on American soil. I'll tell you what, millions are going to die. You've heard me say it, but millions are going to die, Shannon.
1: That's why we got to keep sounding the alarm, wake up those that we can. Our country may not be saved, but individuals and families can Thank you, Dr. Hansen, for letting us be a part of this tonight. We love you all. We'll see you next time. God bless you. Thank you, sir.
0: Thanks for listening to this episode of Warning Radio with Dr. Jonathan Hansen, founder and president of World Ministries International. Warning Radio is a listener-supported program.